This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening. Good evening. And thank you for being here to talk about Jenny White and her guest. My guest this evening is Mr. Corinne. Corgan, and he's an author. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk to Mr. Corgan, and he's going to tell us a little bit about himself. So, Mr. Corgan, you want to start talking? Sure. Thank you. Uh, first, Jenny, let me say thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, my name is uh, My name is Donald Corgan, um, but my pen name is D.C. Corgan. Um, currently, I am working on an ongoing book series titled Doomsday Warrior. Uh, the first book, which is Doomsday Warrior, Dawn of the Guardian, is scheduled to be released um, sometime by the end of September, early October. Um, it's a science fiction fantasy series, and it will span across about 15 books. That's what's planned for it. Okay, can you repeat that? <laughs> sure, um, all of it. Or <laughs> you've met how uh, you've written how many books? Um, well, actually, uh, at that point, um, with the series, um, I. Uh, made three books prior to another publishing company. Um, unfortunately, um, I had a bit of a falling out with that company. Um, they had a lot of restrictions with the theory, um, on how to do the series, uh, what to do with the series, and it really uh, cut apart the story itself. And it was never the way I originally intended. Last year, I was approached by another publisher who agreed to take my story allowed me to make it however I wanted to make it, and basically uh, rebuild it from the ground up. And the first book, uh, Doomsday Warriors, Dawn of the Guardian, is the first part in the series of uh, 15 books that I plan on doing. Um, I have this one scheduled to be released by late September, early October. That's what my publisher has informed me. They're working really hard at putting it all together, making it as good as it can possibly be. And in the meantime, 
I have been working on other things as well. I've been working with several different individuals, including the artist who done the artwork for the book. His name is Matthew Corgan. He is actually my brother. He done the artwork for it. He's done a fantastic job. Um, and I've worked with, I'm working with several other individuals to help build up a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, and a website for now. Um, the website is up, um, but it won't be released until the book goes live. But um, if the audience wants to have information on the book, including upcoming events, they would just have to type in the uh, web address, which is www.doomsday-warriors.com. And there will be a blog post on there um, with information about the release of the book, um, as well as access to the YouTube channel, the Facebook channel, Twitter account, and anything else that will be added additionally as time goes by, as well as information for upcoming events, which I am uh, scheduled to be a part of the Midland Mall Comic Con here in Midland, Michigan. So that is scheduled to be and happen in March of 2023. So I'm pretty excited about that. That'll be my very first Comic Con attendant. Um, I'm working with a gentleman named Paul King. He was kind enough to offer me a spot in the Comic Con. He's a really nice gentleman. And I'm really lucky to have that opportunity to reach out and to. Um, build up my fan base, because at the end of the day, that's what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for the fans. Um, I'm trying to get something fun to people, something that they can enjoy, something that they can get lost in. So is this book written already? The first book is currently being um, um, it's in a post-production phase with the publishing company. Um, they're putting it together as we speak. Um, it'll be available in three different formats, which will be uh, hardcover, softcover, and ebook format. Right now, they're working diligently with me to make sure that everything is progressing smoothly. Um, basically, right now, what they're doing is they're formatting and basically tweaking it to uh, put it in a final form so it can be released and be ready to go by September, early October. Okay. And, and then also, go ahead. go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I was just okay. going to say um, that I'm also in in the work of uh, working on the manuscript for the sequel. I did start that. Um, I'm on Chapter 3 of that book so far. Um, I just started putting that all together because I had to um, do a lot of other stuff. But now that I'm happy, I have the opportunity, I'm able to sit down and I'm starting to write the sequel to the book that will be coming out. So I'm trying to get um, the books out, not rushing them, but trying to get them out at a steady pace so that the audience doesn't have to wait too long for them. Because, again, it is a book. It is going to be a big series. Um, when I say 15 books, that's basically the main storyline. I also have other books that go along with the story that don't um, relate to the uh, main timeline um, directly, but indirectly it does. Or it'll talk about the events surrounding the main timeline, which I won't include in the book themselves. Um, number one, because it'll make the books even bigger than what they are, and they already are going to be um, pretty decent-sized books. Um, and also as a way to uh, have other scenarios, just to kind of tie in the lore even more and to help build the world. 
Oh, it sounds very interesting. So, how many books have you made now? Written. Um, with the with the series that I did so far with the previous publishing company, I got to book three before I. Uh, well, technically, I got to book four. It was actually in post production when they uh, started putting more restrictions on it, and unfortunately, because of that, I had to pull the fourth book off the shelf, um, and I kind of that. I put it aside, and I said, you know what, um, I'll get back to it again in the future. I'm going to redo it. I, I want this to be better than what it is. I mean, people who have who read it in the past with my previous um, publishing company, they did like it. A lot of people really enjoyed it. But it always nagged me because it was never my original vision that I had wanted for the book series. Um, and there was a lot that was left out because of that, and it really changed the story. And when they kept um, doing that to where I was restricted with stuff, it really uh, hurt the bottom line from the story. And I didn't want to end the characters and the development of the story and the characters. And I really didn't want to do that anymore. Um, And then, like I said, last year when I was approached by a gentleman, his name was Brad Cruz, um, and his company, they offered to help me rebuild and rebrand the the series and basically, um, like I said, build it up from the ground up and rebrand it and make it the way I originally intended. And I'm really glad that he did that because um, with that opportunity, I was able to sit down, go through everything that I had did, and and, um, rewrite it from scratch and make it exactly the way I intended it to. And I believe it is so much better. I I say it's 100% better than it ever was originally. And honestly, I like it that way because, you know, if I'm taking it away from anything like that, then I'm taken away from the fans. And that's something that I don't want to do. I want to really give them something they can really enjoy. So when did you start writing? My Well, my first book was published back in 2011. Um, and I did a book every year. I did one in 2012 that was released in 2013. Um, and then when I got into work with the fourth book, that was scheduled to be released in 2014, but again... I pulled the project off the table, and I'm now. And my books aren't even available through them anymore. Um, I had them completely taken down um, for two reasons. Number one, um, they were the previous older version, and number two, I didn't want those versions to get confused with the remake version, which I actually consider them not to really be remakes in a sense, but the actual original vision that I had intended to do. So for me, they're the original story. Oh, okay. So we have a caller who would like to say something. Okay. And how are you doing, caller? And how are you this evening, Jenny White, and your guest? I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you. Just, how are you? Okay, I would just like to ask a question, because some of it came over my phone. It was it was like blurred, what you were saying. What what you're doing is trying to write a series, a, 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 a series of, of of books like the, for instance, like the Left Behind series, but they're going to um, be, have the main subject going on and on and on. Is that what you're trying to do? Um, basically, yes. Yeah, uh, but in a way that I'm doing it. Left Behind series, is, uh, about, you know. Yeah, yep, I'm actually, I am, believe it or not, I am actually familiar with that series. Um, I actually own all those books. Um, so it's funny you bring <laughs> this up. Um, now, um, 
the, while the series is big, um, the way that I am doing the book series is a, um, might be a little confusing to some. Um, the book that I'm working on right now, what, which is going to be come out in the uh, first part of September, the yes, first September. saga. What was that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, that's the first. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just saying that um, the first book that I did, um, when I originally wrote the, the book, when I, I was actually 14 years old, um, and oh. it was actually on my little Macintosh computer in my bedroom, and as the years went by, the story evolved um, into something much bigger, and to where it had become into what it is today, which is what I'm trying to write. Um, and when I originally wrote that book, I only had that book and it's one sequel in mind. Um, as time progressed, I realized that the story was becoming much bigger, and because of that, um, where the story is, it's kind of in the middle of the timeline of the series. So, mm-hmm. in other words, with this book, there will be this one and the three sequels to that one directly, um, which will make up the first saga of the series. And then, when that is done, I'm going to go back to the very beginning. And that um, will be from, without saying too much, because I, if I say too much, it'll give a lot of spoilers, and I do not want to spoil anything. But it ties yeah. to the very beginning, and the events from that will cover about, I'm going to say anywhere between eight to ten stories. And mm-hmm. that last story will lead up directly to the book that is coming out in September. When that is done, I will write um, another book, which will be the sequel to the, ser- to the saga that I'm working on right now. And the reason why I'm doing that is because, again, um, it's the best way to tell the story without giving things away. And the final book will actually close the entire series. It will come back full circle, and it will be the ending. But I couldn't mm-hmm. tell the, that, that story without telling the previous stories that lead up to Dawn of the Guardian, which is the one that's coming out. So in, mm-hmm. once that's done, it'll have all those st- stories tied together, which tells the entire series, the entire story, which covers about a span of about 2,500 years. Oh, that's going to be interesting, yeah. Let me ask you this. What age group are you trying to, uh, your writing should, you know, would it be, uh, you know, that people can read it? What age group? You um, have a honestly, age group I would in mind. say I would say uh, fourteen years old and up. Um, you know, it, uh, anybody who likes science fiction, anybody who likes fantasy, if they like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, um, Indiana like Jones, that. any yeah. of those type of adventure fantasy stories or science fiction stories, they'll like them. It, it'll be appropriate okay, for any of. You can call me Mr. Ohura. <laughs> that sounds interesting, yeah. Okay, um, when, um, if I'm getting it um, correct, um, let's put it one second. See, I lost my thought that cutting up. <laughs> um, for your book, um, you say you've been writing since you was 14. Yes, uh, it was funny because, the, I, believe it or not, I was actually uh, sitting in my room one day, and uh, when I was younger, I used to draw a lot, um, 
all the time with one of my best friends. Him and I would always doodle all of the artwork. Um, his name was Jeremy. And he and I came up with a whole bunch of different characters just out of the blue. And I said, you know what? I think it would be kind of fun to write a story about these guys. He's like, well, I can't write. I'm like, well, I, I like to write. I'm like, well, go ahead. And that's actually how it started. Um, mm-hmm. And it just, it, it, the, some of the characters have changed dramatically, but uh, the main characters that you read in the first book, they were always there from the very beginning. Um, you had the villain, Lucius, um, the hero, Mikhail, and his sister, Tyra, and then their best friend, Stefan. And then their mentor uh, was Marcus. And those characters were always there from the very beginning. But again, um, as I said, as the story grew, um, there came to be a lot more characters, a lot more places, a lot more creatures, just a whole bunch of different things that were added to the story that just made it really, really neat um, and fun. And then uh, years ago, um, I actually had a friend of mine um, encourage me, you know, to try to reach out and try to get it public. Um, they mm-hmm. said that it would, that it, you know, they were going through it on my laptop one day, and they said, you're going to get them public, right? This is really, really good. And uh, I hadn't, you know, I at that point I hadn't really thought about it. And it was that uh, moment that encouraged me to try to get it out there into the world. And then, again, of course, like I said, I kind of went through the um, – trial and error process with my previous publishing company, um, but it did teach me a lot, and it allowed me to appreciate a lot about um, how the industry worked, but not just that, but it also taught me how to be a better writer uh, and a better storyteller, which um, has really led over onto my work that I'm doing now, and it really has helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I have heard, sir, that um, well, when you want to make a movie, if you want to make a movie, I've heard people say that you always, uh, that it's, it's best that you uh, do the ending before anything else so that you'll know what you're heading for. Is that the way you look at it when you say you're going to, the, the back, last part is going to tie into the first? Do you do that as far as writing is concerned? Yeah. You know what, um, you're end, what you want, your ending. Yes. In fact, I, believe it or not, I have a uh, notebook for each one of the stories that I'm doing. Um, so the stories are all there. The whole plan is drawn out. I just have to get it written down and get the book out. But I have it in, um, completely fleshed out in terms of the timeline, the event, effectively the key events, the characters, um, and how the story progresses um, through each book and how it ties into every other book in the series. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting, yeah. That is Thanks so much for answering my questions. I do appreciate it, and I look forward to it. You're welcome, and thank you very much You're for the serious. questions. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, well, sir. Thank you, Thanks, White. Yes. And if anyone else would like to have a comment or ask a question, all you have to do is press the 1 on your key phone. And you can ask anything you want. Right now, we're going to have a break. Is your food bland and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning. 
butch's bodacious seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. We'll be back to the Let's Talk About It, Jenny White Show. If you are in need of life insurance, auto or home insurance, or need help in getting out of debt, call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know if you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at $10,000 worth of coverage for under $10. Call today for a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. And we're back. Okay, do you have anything you've written for seniors? Uh, for seniors? Uh, no. Um, honestly, uh, unless they, again, like uh, fantasy or science fiction, um, there's not a whole lot of things that I've done for that. Um, and as far as uh, writing other types of books, I do have a project in mind once I get done with this series, um, which is more of a drama story, it's not based on a true story, but it is based on um, uh, kind of like something uh, like a real-world scenario. Um, and mm-hmm. the proceeds to that, um, I, I would like to set it up to where all proceeds, instead of going to me, would go to St. Jude Children's Hospital. Um, so that way that I could benefit children in need, which is it's important to me. It means a lot to me. Now, that's a good thing that you want to do. So you are going to hand out the books to the children? Um, I don't know if children would um, be interested in a story. I guess it depends on their age. Um, <clears throat> it um, Again, it, even though it's not based on a true story, 
it is something relatable to people in a sense that it does touch on real-world um, issues and things like that, um, particularly particularly concerning leukemia um, and stuff that uh, people with that have to endure, what they've gone through. Um, while I can say I've never experienced anything like that, um, when I was a child growing up, um, I went through a pretty tough time um, because I have a unusual disease of the middle ear, um, and I went through a lot of surgeries when I was a little boy, um, and it was hard. It was hard missing school. Um, it was hard going through those surgeries, and there were times, you know, when they didn't know if I was going to make it um, because of how much it had affected me. But fortunately, um, I had a very good doctor who took very good care of me for 30 years. He actually just retired, um, so I'll be getting a new doctor soon. But uh, he did he did a remarkable job at helping me, at taking care of me. And, uh, you know, that kind of, the charity that helped children like that um, were the kind of charity that helped me. Um, and that means a lot to me um, when they do that because... It's hard on adults, but it's really difficult for children to bear. Okay. What was the name that you uh, put with that? What was that? I'm sorry. What was the name of the... Oh, the disease that I have? Yes. Or the book? Spell that, please. The the disease that I had is called Clostiotoma, and if you ask me to spell it, I... Cannot remember for the life of me how to spell it. Um, basically, what it is, it, it, it's non-cancerous, so it's benign, but it acts like a cancer. Um, basically, what it does is it, um, anything it comes into contact with, it, it will eat away. So, and as a boy, it, it did do a lot of damage. Um, not, um, uh, obviously, damage enough to where it affected me to the point to where there was no return, but it did do a lot. Um, but again, you know, because of the doctor I had, um, the care that I was given, and the things that were done, I was able to pull through it. And I really do appreciate when people go out of their way to look after children, because that's what they did for me, and it does mean a lot. So you're okay now, and you don't have to go to the doctors any longer? Uh, no, I still have to go for, usually it just depends on how it's going, um, whether or not it's flaring up a little bit. Um, typically, I go anywhere between six months to a year. Um, okay. I go to, I, you, I wasn't going to Ann Arbor, um, but again, now I have a different doctor, um, which um, he has a medical office near Ann Arbor, but I've yet to go there um, because, again, I, I haven't even actually met him yet. I was actually uh, recommended to him by my previous doctor. So I've yet to meet the gentleman, but I have all the confidence in the world that he'll be able to do a good job because he was recommended to me by my previous doctor who took very good care of me for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That means a lot. So... I think I understood you when you say that you work with seniors as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Uh, yeah. Um, I do in-home health care. I, I work with um, the elderly and those with special uh, needs. Um, I've worked with those uh, people like that in the past and stuff like that. Um, I have almost 10 years of experience in that field, and it's a very rewarding field. Um, there's a lot of, especially um, those who have special needs or especially the elderly um, who can't quite do everything for themselves, having that kind of companionship and that kind of care, it means a lot to them. Um, it shows them that they're not alone, that they have somebody there with them and who are there to help them with whatever they need, um, be it companionship or otherwise. And that can make a whole world of difference to someone to have that kind of, um, those kind of need met. So what made you and go it, to seniors? Did someone um, recommend them for you? Uh, actually, no. Um, I've always been interested in helping other people. Um, I've always been help, uh, interested in um, caring for people. Um, I do whatever I can to help people. Um, and it, for me, it just seemed like the right fit. Um, it, it's a very rewarding job. I get to really be there for people and show them, you know, that there are people that that care about them and that want to be there for them and want to help them and be their, you know, just be their friend. And that means a lot to them and to me. Yes, because I think that, uh, well, I've been told that a lot of seniors don't get visitors. So having you there would really help them out, I think. It does. And, you know, it's an unfortunate truth, but you aren't wrong. Um, You know, there are times where, you know, sometimes the families are there from the get-go, and I'm, you know, just an extra hand there to help both them and their family. But other times, you know, at the end of the day, their caregiver is all they have, and it does mean the world to them. Just Just to even have one person in their life, make the world a difference. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be alone. Nobody. Everybody wants to have somebody. Especially seniors. You're absolutely right. Exactly. And, you know, and the way I look at it, you know, you know, you can learn a lot from seniors. You really can. They they could teach you so much. And, you know, and I don't mean this in a derogatory sense, but it's like, um, finding out a little piece of history because they've seen so much and they've been through so much. And it's, to me, a wonderful experience to be able to learn from them and their experiences. And it helps you as a person grow. So in a way, they're helping me as much as I'm helping them. Now, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. It is. So let me ask you, have you gotten any calls from other authors or maybe someone, a movie person? Um, At this point, no. I do have um, my agent who, he's a great man. Um, He's been doing a lot to uh, help me. Um, He's actually the one who uh, got me in contact with you. Um, So he, he really... He is a nice, he's a great guy, he's a nice guy, um, a funny guy. He really is trying to help me do everything that I can 
to succeed because uh, my successes are his successes, and, um, you know, I want to do everything I can help him while he's doing everything he can to help me. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the movie is concerned, no one had contacted me at the point, but I do know Mike is working behind the scenes um, doing everything he can to try to create traction, um, try to let people know about it, and, you know, see where it goes. Um, I explained to Mike that uh, I would wouldn't, I would be completely open to stuff like that um, because I know at the end of the day not everybody reads books. And um, my story is the type of story where it could be built into any other type of media format, um, um, whether it be video games, movie, TV show, comic book, board games, or whatever, um, because I know people enjoy things in different ways. And I just want to uh, be able to give it to um, people in whatever way they want to enjoy it so that they can enjoy the story however they choose. Well, that's a good thing. And we have another person who would like to share with us. And I'd ask the person, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hi there. I'm sorry? Hi there. I'm Matt. I'm calling from Michigan. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, so am I. All right. Well, I just wanted to ask if there's anybody that, you know, is special to him that's helping him with this project. Uh, yeah, um, actually. I um, mentioned earlier about my brother. Um, he is the one that really he, – he's been my biggest supporter from the very beginning, um, one of my biggest supporters. Um, he's always believed in me. He's always believed in my book, and that meant, means everything to me. Um, he's also the one that's doing the artwork for the book. He is helping me to build it, and he really has my back um, because, honestly, I'm glad I have him um, in a way. Um, he He's kind of like my my corner. He's the one that's there. He's the one that has my back. He's the one that I can turn to for the support, and he's someone that I can always rely on. And that makes the world a difference in anything that you do, but especially in the um, entertainment industry, when it, whether it be um, books or movies or anything like that. It's good to have people that believe in you and help you believe in yourself. So my brother would definitely be my biggest supporter. Um, uh, next to him, it would be my uh, my wife, Tasha. Um, other than my brother, she's one of the only other people read all the books, and my friend Jeremy, who I mentioned earlier, he read all the books. They are by far and have always been my biggest supporters, Um, but definitely my brother was always there from the very beginning. Okay, okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're You're welcome. welcome. Thank you for calling. Okay, so... You got help from your brother, and that's a good thing when families help you. That's really yep. good. Um, honestly, I, I wish I would have uh, reached out to him earlier. Um, he has been an invaluable help. Um, 
And again, like I said, he's always been my biggest supporter. He's seen it from the very beginning. I mean, when I was 14, he was 12. So he he's seen it from what it was from the very beginning, growing to what it is now. So, and he's always supported me a lot with that. So, and it it means everything to me. Yeah, it's kind of nice when uh, family comes in. You can't beat that. I don't care what anyone says. No. You know, no. To me, family is the most important thing in the world. Your family and friends oh, yeah. are everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's unfortunate though, because a lot of people don't have that. They um, yeah. fight each other, and sometimes they do get killed by their siblings. That's an unfortunate thing. Yeah. And I am am very happy to be blessed with a wonderful family um, and wonderful friends. So I I thank God every day for that. So it means everything to me to have my family and friends. That's a good thing. That's a good thing because we all need support at some time or another. All of us. So... But that's good that you could. I'm glad that you work with the seniors, though, because a lot yeah. of them are so, they just don't have anyone. They really no, don't. No, Yep. Yeah, that, that, that is definitely an unfortunate truth. So, and if doing what I do brings a little light into their life, then I, I'm more than happy to do it. And I've had uh, people tell me that when they're in houses like that, they don't live long. That's what I've been told. So, um, Well, honestly, I guess it really depends. Um, again, it depends on the care they're getting and really the people in their life, um, the support that they have, um, giving them something good to have every day, that lifts their spirit and helps them out inside and out tremendously. It, it, well, it really you know, is. I've been, I've been told, too, that if you're putting someone in one of those uh, situations, make sure you go and be there, you know, quite often, and then the workers there will help the person a lot better, but if their relatives, you know, are not there all the time or whatever, they said, you know, they won't get as much attention as if someone else who has a relative coming there. So I don't know if that's a true saying. Uh, I could see. In my, in my experience, um, having staff. And having family all at the same time makes a big world of difference, not just in terms of care, but in communication to making sure that they that they get the best possible care and stuff like that. But it it means a lot when they yeah. have people who love them and who are there for them by them by their side. And just someone to to talk to, you know. Exactly, that companionship means everything in the world to them. Yeah. So, I don't know. A lot of people don't, um, they don't 
think older people as, you know, they kind of throw them away. And they just don't know because no. you don't get old and then you're going to die early. So, you know. But we have to learn how to treat people like we want people to treat us. That's what I Exactly. Yep, I agree completely, 100%. So I have really, really um, enjoyed you because you have been doing a lot for your book. So how close are you are to ending? Um, what do you mean by ending? I'm sorry. Well, are have your books, all of them, been published? No, no. In fact, this is the first book, um, oh. um, that of the series that's being rebuilt from the ground up. So. By my estimation, I'll have about 14 more books to go, um, with just the main storyline. 14. So, <laughs> yep, with just the main storyline. That doesn't include the spin-off stories and stuff like that that tie in the events even more. Uh, I am working on the sequel right now on the manuscript while doing everything else that I can um, for the YouTube channel, the Facebook page, the website and everything else, you know, I, I'm glad that I have people helping me, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff I have to do, too. I, I have to work with them, make sure that everything's going smoothly. A lot of them, especially like the publishing company, things like that, everything has to get approved to me. All that stuff, um, it's a lot of work. So if anybody ever tells you that writing a book is easy, they've never written a book and published it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a lot of work, but it's it's rewarding. I love it. I I I love writing. I've always loved writing. I used to uh, do writing contests in school when I was a little boy. Um, but it was actually one author in particular that really fueled my passion to become a writer. And that gentleman's name is Timothy Mann, and he is the author of some of the best-selling Star Wars novel that helped introduce uh, Star Wars fans to a whole new host of characters that became instant classic characters. And they were instantly beloved. You know, right up there with Luke, Guy Walker, and Han Solo and all them. And his writing and the way he told stories was so thrilling that it just it wowed me and it really made me uh, realize how immersive a story could be. And then, of course, um, along that line, I started reading stories like uh, Lord of the Rings and other stories by, uh, there's another author who I liked a lot. Her name is Karen Travis. She does outstanding work as a fantasy and sci-fi author. So all of these authors that I read um, really inspired me to uh, write something of my own. And that and my love for fantasy and science fiction it really made me want to build my own world, build my own character, and give something fun to people for them to enjoy. So how long does it usually take for you to finish one book? 
Well, believe it or not, um, I actually finished the uh, manuscript of the first book in, I believe, it was two and a half months last year. Um, when I got it to the publishing company, um, there were some difficulties uh, with the editor. It got transferred from one editor to, editor to the other, which really bogged down the uh, time for it to, um, for it to be released. So, which is why it was delayed for so long until I'm, you know, until now. But I'm just glad that um, it was able to get work through it and that now it's going to be published. But then, honestly, I could probably get a book done at that at that ratio every time, probably about two, three months. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Mr. Corrigan, I would like, well, no, not I would like. I have liked <laughs> you being a guest. I think you're very uh, interesting in the book. Thank you you are working with. And I think you're going to be a hit. Well, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. And I really appreciate taking the time to talk with me. It's been very fun being part of your show. Yeah. I like uh, to talk to other authors because I am myself. But I I don't do what you do. (laughs) (laughs) do younger people, younger people, little people. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that because that helps spark the imagination. And like I said, when I was a little boy growing up, I read a lot of stories um, for young children, and that helped spark my imagination, which eventually fueled my passion into becoming a writer myself. So what you do is just equally important. Yeah, well, somebody thought because I got a medal for one of my books, so I'm kind of, you know, uh, excited about that as well. But I congratulations. Like, well, thank you. I'd like you to give uh, us your name, and if someone wanted to contact you, can you give them uh, some anything, phone numbers or whatever. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, they can reach me at Donald Corgan at ymail.com, which is an extension of Yahoo. Oh, okay. All right. And then alternatively, they can contact me at 989-387-9760. Okay. So you want to repeat that phone number again so they can hear it? Yep. 989-387-9760. And, again, the email address that you can reach me is donaldcorgan at ymail.com. And do you need me to fill out the email just for verification? Uh, Well, I don't think so, but you can. Yeah. Okay. And... D-O-N-A-L-D-C-O-R-R-I-G-A-N at ymail.com. Good for you. I've enjoyed you. 
I really have. And Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It really has. A lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you. And what I'd like to leave everyone is uh, with something. You have never really lived until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. And I think that's a really good thing to say. And what I'd like to say is thank you one again, once again. And we might be talking with each other little um, another time. Who knows? That would be that would be fun. I would be looking forward to that very much. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for coming in. And I'd like to tell my audience, I thank you for listening. And a lot of you, I know, you didn't have much to say, so that's okay. That's okay. But I just want to let you know I appreciate you for calling anyway. And I'd like to say good night. Have a good weekend, and this has been Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Good night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.